You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's up, guys? Pete Sweeney here. Once again this week, K-State basketball has taken over 610 Sports Radio on Wednesday night, so it means no Arrowhead Pride Radio. In its place, once again, here is my 3 p.m. Wednesday segment with Carrington Harrison on the drive talking all things Kansas City Chiefs. He's usually at Arrowhead or the practice field or his living room, but it's 3 o'clock on a Wednesday, which means it's time for Chiefs insider Pete Sweeney to join the drive. I don't know how to respond or react when you're not wearing flannel or plaid <laughs> in the fall months. Like, it's just... This, what I have on today... Can't see I don't it. even know what you're wearing today. It's like a this, hoodie, but it's like a cardigan. This is a, a new fall piece that I just got. It isn't plaid. You're right. It, it, it is a fall piece. Though. I just don't really know how to react when you're not wearing flannel. Right now, Pete Sweeney, the editor-in-chief of the most popular Chiefs website and all the interwebs, Arrowhead Pride in studio. Good-looking cardigan for, hoodie, though. I mean, no, you look, I mean, I, you know. I'm, I'm would not, you wear it? I'm not the biggest fan of it. But, would you, you wear know, it? If you, no, I would not wear it. You, you, you could. look like Dante from Assassin's Creed right now. That's what you look like. <laughs> uh, Pete Sweeney from Arrowhead Pride joins us in studio what was it like to sit back and really watch the AFC this week, knowing that your team couldn't win, you couldn't lose, teams could either help themselves in their standings, like the Baltimore Ravens winning their game, teams could either hurt themselves, like the Los Angeles Chargers. What was it like to have a bye week to kind of see how the AFC played itself out? Yeah, I think it was good. It was probably good for the Chiefs to turn inward and look at themselves as they got to watch some of these other teams. I, I know – There had to be a lot of Chiefs fans watching that horrendous Cleveland Browns-Baltimore Ravens game and hoping that the Cleveland Browns were able to pull it out. They were not. So, you know, we're at this point where every other team in the AFC needs to get to five losses because the Chiefs kind of ruined their own tiebreakers. Uh, But I I thought it was good. I thought it was a good week to watch some some football. I, I try to catch up on all the... The games anyway, we do, you know, a national roundup for SB Nation on Monday. But, um, you know, it was a little bit more relaxing when we didn't have to worry about what the Chiefs were doing for this one week out of the year. I would say there's probably, aside from Kansas City, and we'll get to the Chiefs, obviously, over the course of the next hour. There's probably four major storylines right now in the AFC. I think the biggest one is this is the New England Patriots week. You know, every team in the AFC has sort of had their own week. Mm -hmm. Like Tennessee had their big week when they beat you. Buffalo had their big week when they beat you. Coming into the season, Cleveland was the flavor of the month. Right now, it's the New England Patriots. I'm high on the Patriots. I was listening to national sports talk and podcasts. They're having conversations about could we see a Patriots and Buccaneers Super Bowl I like the Patriots because I think they do four things incredibly well. I think they're really well coached. I think they can run the football. They have the best scoring defense in the NFL, and they're second in the NFL at taking the football away. So they have, like, a lot of strengths. 
that I think leads you to get to 11 or 12 wins. Where do you sit with the Patriots? Yeah, I think they're the the best possible candidate to take on the Chiefs in the AFC title if you truly believe in, you know, here in Kansas City that the Chiefs have turned the corner back into what would be an AFC contender slash Super Bowl contender. It's it's interesting this year because I, I understand that the you know, you had a, a previous year where the Chiefs went fourteen and one, they rest their starters, they end up fourteen and two and they're winning most weeks. So you, you know, you would say, okay, you got you're gonna feel better about that team than starting three and four. But I think what you're seeing in New England and I think what you're seeing in Kansas City is what you really want in the NFL. You, you know, you compare the NFL to other sports like college football and, and some of these other playoff formats. What you really want is your team to be playing the best possible football at the right time. And so to go through some of that adversity that you didn't go through last year, you didn't really have to look inward like we were just talking about and address some of those issues. I think New England has done that at the beginning of the year. I think Mac Jones has gotten that experience of playing in the NFL, and he looks like a regular right now. And then same thing with the Chiefs. They they had been flawed for a bit. Uh, they didn't really get a chance to truly address them because they just kept on winning last year. That wasn't the case this year. They had to really say, okay, we need to be better defensively. We need to be better taking care of the football. Now it seems like they've shorn some of that stuff up, and you can really feel better about them being a complete team. I just think New England is the other team that you could say that about. It seems like they're hitting their stride at the right time, whereas, and you just asked about the rest of the AFC, it's been a little bit more up and down for these other teams, and I think that is what leaves me agreeing with you, where I feel most solid about New England and then Kansas City having righted the ship and won four games in a row. It's sort of the embodiment of the, it's not how you start, it's how you finish, and it's a marathon, not a sprint. If we think back to how we felt about teams at the end of week four, so heading into October, two teams are clearly heading in the right direction. Kansas City's heading in the right direction. New England is heading in the right direction. You can't say that about Baltimore. Can't say that about Buffalo. Can't say that about Tennessee. Maybe you could say that about Cincinnati, but I don't know if there was a whole lot of optimism for them, especially coming into the season. Right now, there's only two teams in the AFC that you truly feel like are playing with momentum. It's the team that most of you cheer for and the Patriots. It's as simple as this. You know, you you end up looking at the teams above you because, uh, you know, as I was talking about, every team, if the Chiefs are going to be in it for the bye, they need to get five losses because you have the Titans who own the head-to-head tiebreaker. You have the Ravens who own the head-to-head tiebreaker. No head-to-head game with the Patriots, but they're going to have a better conference record, so they're going to get the nod there. So you need all these teams to get to five losses. The Ravens are eight and three. The Patriots are eight and four. The Titans are eight and four. We know the Titans are getting to five losses. You feel a little bit different about the Ravens. We think they might lose one game, two games. It seems like Lamar is able to pull out a lot of these games. But you know what? I, I'd say, okay, the Ravens are going get, to get to five losses. Are the Patriots going to run the table? Like, you're, you're having a game this weekend where the Patriots are, are playing the Bills. It's a Monday night game, and that's going to be another game where the Chiefs game will be over and we can just sit back and, and watch that thing. I think the Patriots are going to beat the Bills. I think they're going to beat the Bills. I think they're going to beat the Colts, and I think they're going to beat the Bills again. And then all that's left is the Jaguars and Dolphins. So to me, I, I think that's the greatest concern that I have. I think the Patriots are going to get the bye because I think these other teams are going to f- slip and fall uh, as they've shown to. The Bills included, the Ravens included, the Titans included, and the Chiefs won't have any control of that. And, that, you know, the Chiefs could win out, and it's going to go to the Patriots. And so I just think that's where it's at. You'll have home field, and and you'll have to play on wild card weekend. And it may once again, and it's crazy that we only took a year off of this, it may once again uh, roll through New England. It's crazy that we're there again.
So we had Danny on the show earlier. We recorded it, and we'll play it later. And he said that he thinks in that scenario, Kansas City would be a one-point favorite on the road at Foxborough. Yeah. I know we're playing this way out, (laughs) but I can't see a scenario in which I'd pick New England over Kansas City. Just the gap at quarterback is so big. I don't know how I could pick that team with that quarterback. It was one thing to pick Belichick and Brady over Reed and Mahomes, right? Like the track record, that's the greatest coach court uh, quarterback combination in the history of the league. That's not what Mac Jones and Brian and Bill Belichick are. So I'd side with Kansas city. I'd side with Reed and Mahomes in that scenario. I would tend to agree. I think one point is probably right. It might even be a pick em in new England. I think in Kansas city, the chiefs are probably, what would be three and a half point favorites and probably would win by three points to, to annoy all the chiefs betters. But yeah, I, I think it's close. And I, I think the chiefs do have the advantage at, at quarterback. The thing that, that gives me pause in a chiefs Patriots matchup, especially at Foxborough, which is crazy. I, I actually don't think Foxborough gets enough credit for their environment that they create. It is nuts there. It is loud. It's not as loud as Kansas city or Seattle, but it is loud. And it's an environment that uh, teams have to deal with. And I just I just get to a certain point where it's like, okay, so you had these games where the Chiefs offense looked good. I'm thinking about Cleveland. I'm thinking about when they played Vegas. But there's been these other games. And, you know, for, for you to walk into a, a big game like that and don't think that Belichick is going to pour over the film and have a real plan for Kansas City uh, and, and to be able to stifle them a little bit, Mac Jones can do a, do something there and, and get that offense and, and get some points on the board. It might be a very interesting game, and that's why we're we're coming to probably this pick 'em agreement that if the Chiefs went to New England, it, it would be it would be quite a good game and a, and a very 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 intriguing one that I, I really would look forward to. to tell you the truth, stick around us. Here drive. we go. Welcome to the NFL. Chiefs insider Pete Sweeney is in studio every Wednesday at three, right here on Six Ten Sports Radio. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome back into The Drive on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. All right, Pete, this is the list of Broncos starting quarterbacks since Elway retired in order. Greasy, Farratt, Steve Berline, Jake Plummer, Danny Cannell of ESPN (laughs) fame, Jarius Jackson, who made the one start out of Notre Dame, (laughs) Jay Cutler, Kyle Orton, 
Chris Sims, Tim Tebow, ah, Chris Sims, Peyton Manning, Brock Osweiler, Trevor Simeon, Paxson Lynch, Case Keenum, Joe Flacco, Drew Locke, Brandon Allen, Jeff Driscoll, Brett Rippon, Kendall Hinton. Ugh. Remember him? He made the start last year, the, when, COVID, the start, COVID start, and Teddy Bridgewater. We played this game because the last 10 quarterbacks who have started for the Broncos, you could even go 11 if you want to go since Peyton Manning retired. That's why you are the Broncos. Yeah. That's why you don't really have a chance to make the playoffs, and you're sort of in quarterback purgatory. You're good enough where you're not going to select in the top 10, so you need to make a Justin Fields trade or a Trey Lance trade to move up in the draft, and you don't really have a realistic chance or you're not well-coached enough or good enough in a New England uh, England Patriots aspect to really win 12 or 11 games to compete for the playoffs. The Broncos are stuck. Yeah, I, I I know that there's been different mentalities of these opposing teams in the AFC, and I think there's a little bit of, of recency bias sometimes when I say that, what I mean is, so you see, finally, and I know it, it seems normal, chief struggles seem normal to us now, but finally it was in the Super Bowl, someone was able to stop Patrick Mahomes in the offense. Like That wasn't a normal thing. We kind of forgot that with how the year has gone and and how, you know, with COVID and we all have a million things on our plate and it just seems like this, the Chiefs struggle every once in a while now. No, it had been three years for the most part since Patrick Mahomes really struggled. Before the Super Bowl, he had not lost a, a game by more than one possession as a pro. That's insanity. And so I think a lot of teams said, okay, you know, we're going to try to just have that front seven that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have and it's going to be all good, right? Because we can get someone maybe, I'm not saying... Brady in his prime, but we can get a good enough quarterback and we can have this front seven. As long as our offense is competitive, maybe we'll be able to beat the Chiefs. And so you saw a lot of these teams, Cleveland is one of them, Buffalo, they they leaned into these defensive drafts. And you, you have that with Denver in a sense where, okay, you know, they've always been in recent years this really good defensive football team. So they leaned a little bit into, okay, we're going to be really fast for these wide receivers, like a, a Hamler, for example, you know, a, a Judy who's a a route running technician. You have Sutton there, but you know you have this this defense. You have these receivers. Okay, you got the one two punch with the running back with Williams and Gordon. But until you have the quarterback, you're not going to be anywhere close to Kansas City because at some point, even through Mahomes' struggles this year, this team is going to figure it out. You saw what they can do against the Las Vegas Ra- Raiders team on Sunday Night Football, and to me, yeah. Every once in a while, it seems like they're struggling right now, but that's going to be more common eventually when he works through the struggles uh, than will be um, the team dropping one randomly. I, I think you're seeing that in this four-game win streak, and you have to have a quarterback to counteract that. And until they get their guy, and they haven't yet, and who knows if they get fooled here with Bridgewater if they're able to win or, or something like that. Until they get that guy, they're not going to be able to compete consistently with Kansas City. I think what you're seeing in the AFC West is, well, I would say with the Broncos, I think you and I both like their roster 2 through 53, and they've now found a quarterback who could cut the turnovers in half, and I think you're seeing what that looks like. Yeah. Like this Broncos team is largely the same as last year. You added Sertan. I think Sertan's been fantastic when he's been healthy. But you've cut the turnovers down, and that can help you be a 500 football team. I would say, though, that the Broncos, where they struggle and the other three teams in the division have varying degrees of, is hope. Kansas City's hopeful over the next decade will be a tier one Super Bowl contending team because of our quarterback. 
The Chargers feel really optimistic about their future with their quarterback. Hey, we got it right. We just got to get all the other stuff correct. I don't think that Derek Carr has been the problem with the Raiders. I think they have other problems, but I think their quarterback is the 13th best quarterback in the league. You can certainly win with them. Yeah. The Broncos have a relatively low ceiling at the quarterback position, but they also have, I would say, a decent floor. It's not a super high floor, but they're just kind of, eh, they're just there. They're the only team in the division that doesn't really seem to have any hope. And we had on uh, Josh Dover, who works at Altitude 950 yesterday, and he basically said their plan is to get Russell Wilson this offseason. What? That's your that's your organization plan is another once in a lifetime trade slash free agency move to figure out the quarterback position. That's not a good offseason plan. Yeah, they've thought they had it a couple times here. And, you know, I think Lynch was that I I think to an extent Locke was that and it just didn't work out where you, you bring in Teddy Bridgewater and and he gets the nod and to just assume that you're going to be able to rip a quarterback from another franchise, like even with the Rodgers thing, because Aaron Rodgers was quite obviously connected to the Denver Broncos at the time of the NFL draft. And and you thought that maybe this type of deal to the Broncos, and I believe the other team was the San Francisco 49ers was involved, was pretty much in, imminent. You know, he wasn't going to be with Green Bay. Now he goes back to Green Bay, and I know that we're kind of assuming that it's going to be the last dance type of thing with him and Adams. But let's say, for example, that Green Bay is able to finally get to the Super Bowl. Are you just assuming that, you know, with those good times and getting to the Super Bowl and who knows if they end up winning it, let's say that they, there are, they are able to win it. It becomes a lot easier for Rodgers to be convinced or to be willing to stay in Green Bay. And who knows if things can get mended to some extent in Seattle where maybe Russ can buy back in. Maybe it's, it's a thing that's quite, you know, he likes to work in the shadows a little bit. Maybe it's a thing where, where he says we're, we, we need a new coaching staff or we need, we need to go in a new direction. They maybe do get him some offensive line protection, and he's convinced to stay there. Assuming that these superstar quarterbacks are going to become available, it might happen like it did for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but who knows if it definitely will. And so I, I've always thought that that was a tough plan. And the problem I think you, you worry about, too, with the quarterback thing, and, and this, is, this is a tough part that every organization has to deal with is, it's got to be the perfect storm where it's reachable. Like the only way Kansas City got to grab Patrick Mahomes, I don't know if, if they would have had the capital to trade for a top one pick if Mahomes was that touted leading up to the draft. He fell a little bit, and they were able to convince the Buffalo Bills to, to send them that pick, and there was question as to should it be Watson or Mahomes, and they got their guy. Sometimes the perfect storm takes years and years and years for that to happen, and you have to have these stop gaps. But, yeah, I, I agree with you. You can't assume that a superstar is going to fall into your lap. Russell Wilson looks like someone who rushed back for a small chance to make the playoffs, and now that they can't make the playoffs, I would shut Russell Wilson down for the rest of the season. I don't, yeah, I mean, if you shut him down, and I think this is the thing with Seattle, if you shut him down, I don't know if he ever plays a game for the Seahawks again. And so is that the way you know he – wants to go out I don't know but I you're you're right I mean he looks like one of the worst quarterbacks in the league whatever he's putting out there right now he looks like one of the worst quarterbacks in the league I also think with Rodgers we'll get back to the Chiefs here just in a little bit but you kind of got me off just talking about these quarterbacks is I hope Rodgers sees how good he really has it yeah aside from a week one game that clearly just was an aberration it, it was not real the Packers have been the best and most consistent team in the NFL this season You've got a really good situation. It is not better for you to go to Denver. It is not better for you to go to Carolina. It is not better for you to go to, 
I would say 25 other teams in the league. You've got really strong skill position players. You've got a really good defense. You've got a really smart head coach. The best place for you to win championships is the team that you're currently on. I know they weren't on the same page this offseason, but I think the Packers have bent over backwards to try to make Aaron Rodgers happy, and I, and I hope that he sees that. It's a complicated contract in, in Green Bay, and I know that there's outs involved in 2022, and a lot of people think it's his last year there. The beauty that, that Tom Brady had, and it seemed like he was planning this for a long time, was he had the pick of the litter because he ended up being a free agent. So he could look at every other team and say, okay, where is there going to be a quarterback position available? And I think he was eyeing Tampa Bay for a long time. And I think he had in his mind, I'm going to also bring Gronk and, and Antonio Brown with me somehow. And he had, he had devised this and was well-planned. And the key to it all was he's a free agent. It's not necessarily the case for Aaron Rodgers right now. Like, same thing with Deshaun Watson. They sign him to this mega deal. He has all this stuff off the field, and then he suddenly wants to get traded. It's complicated now. It's not being a, a free agent. So I, I agree with you, and, and I think that's how things change. You never know how it's going to be in an offseason. Like, maybe there is a scenario where Russ Wilson could shut it down, and he does agree. Okay, you know what? They're finally going in a direction. They're finally involving me. I'm going to stay in Seattle. You can't just guarantee that these guys are going to become available. Keep it locked in right here. It's the drive. Welcome to the NFL. Chiefs insider Pete Sweeney is in studio every Wednesday at 3, right here on 610 Sports Radio. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Welcome back to The Drive. You are listening to The Drive on 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com, and the Odyssey app. Congratulations to Brian in Independence. He is the winner of our prize. He heard my very raspy voice from a couple of weeks ago. Welcome back into The Drive on 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com, and the Odyssey app. You called me T-Dot that day. <laughs> what were you doing that weekend? Big, big weekend for you? No, it was a lot of Theraflu, Las Vegas, a lot of Sudafed, Cavassier. a lot of prescription cough syrup. I'm not going to say it. A lot of tea and a lot of sleep. <laughs> I was that week. I was trying to get back healthy. Tea I was sick for five days. Yeah, I thought I potentially had the Rona. I had to go get the test. He had no idea how to make tea either. It was amazing. Yeah, no, I had absolutely no so clue. When, I'd when, never made tea before. When, I'm a big lemonade when, guy. I wasn't a tea guy. When there's only 16, 16 games, and I'm going to put an asterisk here, so long as it isn't COVID, you're going to work. That That's how I feel. I mean, that's that's my thing because you only get 16 of those games. Right? No, you're right. Or 17, I, I guess I should say. You're right. Say. I, I don't get that many of them. Uh, it actually wasn't my 
it wasn't my thing, and it was the bye week, so I actually, you know, you I, also I felt do, okay. It, it wasn't the worst. You do also cover to, to for what it's worth, college basketball a little bit, and you get you get the baseball season when the Royals can get past the first month and still be relevant. So you, you got that doesn't a, happen very often. You that get a longer year than I do. That doesn't happen. So you, you deserve some. It doesn't time happen very often. Uh, I I I consider you to be the second voice of the Chiefs. I, I would say that. the first voice of the Chiefs is Mitch Holtz. No disrespect to you. I, I would say would be if, if we're zero talking argument Chiefs, here. If we're talking Chiefs voices, it's Mitch one, your second. High praise. Thank Here's you. what the voice of the Chiefs said on Monday on this year fine radio program. Got to be some AFC teams going, hey, we could have buried them, and we didn't. The Ravens have got to be that way. The Ravens are going, hey, we kind of got a gift win here because they're driving to beat us. And uh, Oleg knocks the ball out from Clyde. So that okay, good. But we're not sitting here now at nine and two uh, or ten and two where we ought to be. They're in the hunt. Everybody's right in the hunt. So the, there's a lot of factors here. But those top teams that I just mentioned, none of them have gone away and hidden from the Chiefs. And here are the Chiefs right back in the ring punching away, and everybody's in their corner. So it's on. When you look at the next three weeks, the next six weeks, it's on, and it's exciting. But the Chiefs are right there and not three games back or have to have 10 things happen for them to win the division. (laughs) That has to be the biggest regret of every contending team in the AFC, especially Tennessee. Tennessee has dropped two games you got to win. You got to beat the Jets with Mike White as their starting quarterback. You got to beat the Houston Texans. They lost both of those games. If we're talking about a team in the AFC who could desperately use the bye, it'd be Tennessee. You could use that extra week to get Derrick Henry healthy. You could use that extra week to get A.J. Brown right or get Julio Jones right. I don't think they're going to win that anymore. I agree with Mitch. The biggest regret of the AFC is going to be, how do we let Kansas City just tread water and tread water and eventually figure it out where I don't think they can get the one seed because I don't think they have all the necessary tiebreakers you're going to need to do it. But they could be the two or the three seed, and no team in the AFC will want to play them in January, especially with the way Mahomes looks of late and how this defense is playing. Yeah, uh, a quick point on, on Mitch for a second. I mean, he can make anything fire you up. He's talking about the AFC right there, and I'm, I'm starting to get fired up. And so kudos to Mitch for, for doing that. I, I would say I, I agree with him. Uh, and and I, I think it's an extension, and, and I'm, I'm sorry to keep bringing up another team here, but I, I just, I, I agree, and I, I, I think maybe these teams should have seen the Chiefs figuring it out and coming because you've had that consistently from 2018, and maybe you give them the benefit of the doubt. They didn't assume that this team uh, was coming, but you had a, a New England Patriots team who was 2-4, and four, and again, you had the Bills in control to an extent. You had the Titans with an easy cupcake schedule all they had pretty much had to do was win they could even drop a game i know that new england was on their 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 path there so they could even drop a game to new england just beat the teams you're supposed to beat and guess what you were going to have the bye and i understand you lost Derrick henry i understand uh, that has a, a lot a huge part of your offense if, you know, obviously the biggest part of your offense but still it the 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 disparity between the titans and what they should be and these teams was so great that you should have been able to run the table other than maybe New England. And who cares? You could you could have still gotten the bye week, and they left it open. The Ravens dropped that game to the Miami Dolphins, and so their room for error, even though right now they are in first place, their room for error is a lot smaller. And here you have, as Mitch said, the Kansas City Chiefs 
and you know we got to talk about it. The two and four, once two and four, now eight and four, six games in a row for the New England Patriots. And Bill Belichick's asked about, hey, how's your team playing? And he's he goes the typical, I don't know, pretty good, you know, we have stuff room to grow. Yeah, they have the same Andy Reid approach, and so it's not just the one team. It's the two teams that these AFC teams, they had a chance, and they let them hang around. And guess what? That's why I believe these two teams are going to be playing the last AFC game this year, and whoever's playing better at the time should win that game. Is there any other team in the AFC that you like? So you and I are both on the same page when it comes to Kansas City and New England. I think I know I I know I kind of wandered off from Kansas City, but I'm back home. I'm off the Chargers <laughs> narcotic. I've given it up. I've quit it. I got the nicotine well, patch. Can- I'm not smoking on the Chargers pack anymore. Is there any other team in the AFC that you like? Oh, I like that team. I feel good about that team. Well, we had, we had said on the show because of the the scheduling, and I guess we should have been a little bit more open to to discussion on it but we just thought the titans would run their schedule and that would be it and and so they left this thing open so you can't feel good uh, about the tennessee titans they seem like a team that that is is falling off i think the bills are really vulnerable i was talking to someone about this today actually at arrowhead stadium josh allen if he doesn't have a good beginning to his game it seems like he could become very vulnerable and so like I, i'm gonna watch that game monday night I can, I'm going to be able to tell you at the end of the first quarter who's going to win the game. It's probably going to be New England because Josh Allen may not be playing well. He might be confused, and then he's going to be trying to do too much, similar to what we saw from Mahomes. I don't trust Josh Allen as much as I did coming into this season. The Ravens are, are up and down. I like Lamar Jackson more than I do Allen at this point just because I feel like he can will a team to victory where I just don't have that feeling uh, about Allen. I think the Cincinnati Bengals are also interesting. The AFC South, the Colts have, have been it was it's been cool to see them turn it around a little bit. I, I'm a big Chris Ballard guy, I used to be here in Kansas City, but the Colts, they're gonna be what they are. They're not gonna be uh, up for an AFC title. And then in the AFC West, it's the only division in football where every every team is above five hundred, but how long is that gonna last? I, I don't think Las Vegas can sustain that, even though they get the the key win over the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, the Denver Broncos also have a win uh, over the Cowboys. The Chargers have lost me a little bit as well. I, I, I can't believe that they were able to change regimes and still feel like the same disappointing team that they've been year in and year out and, and dropping these big games. So, yeah, I mean, I have the Chiefs for the AFC West. I would say I feel good about New England. We've, we've beaten that to a pulp here. And then I also I think the Cincinnati Bengals are suddenly intriguing and I really trust their quarterback as well so I would say those four teams yesterday we did an AFC West whip around because the division so competitive we asked every beat writer if you would take over under on your team winning nine and a half games all those teams are at six wins right now not a single one of them took the over every single person had their team winning nine or fewer games the rest of the way if the Chargers win nine games this year I know they're not going to fire Brandon Staley but you really got a question if that's the person to get you over the hump. You hired him because he was the Rams defensive coordinator. Right. Their defense stinks. Yeah. Their nope. defense stinks, and their schedule was built in a way. The Chargers should win 11 games this year just based off of the schedule, based off the returning talent that they have, and then you think that their coach could be good enough to get your defense the rest of the way. The Chargers really got to feel like they let an opportunity slip by. I don't know. You know, I got to think one of these teams in the AFC West – gets to 10 and is 10 and 7 and has one of those last 
playoff spots. And I, I think as I, I try to figure out the division, I, I think it's got to be the Chargers of the next three that I would say is, is most likely for what would be a wild card. Not as high as a wild card as I, I thought it would be. I, I mean, I came into the season, I'll be honest, and if you listen to the show religiously, you remember, I, I thought that they would be the fifth seed and have something like 11 wins where the Chiefs would have like 12 or 13 um, not going to be the case. I, I think whoever comes out of the AFC West, and I do believe it'll be one of these teams, will be would, would be a seventh seed, maybe a sixth. We I want to play this audio for you actually really quickly. We had uh, Josh Dover of Altitude 950 on the show. Listen to what he said about Vic Fangio. 100%. I, I think it's playoffs or bust for mm-hmm. Coach Vic Fangio. And I think he has to at least get this team into the playoffs, even continue to have that conversation just has a year left on his deal, so it would be a clean pool. You know, you don't got to pay him a bunch. Plus, what we talk about a lot out here is ownership situation. Payton's safe. George Payton's got himself five years to go with his current contract. So, uh, I think George Payton coming in, and, and you know how it goes. Kansen, Payton told us in the media he took the job because of Vic Fangio. Well, we don't believe you, bro, and we won't ever believe you when you say things like that. So, uh, I think it's playoffs or bust or Fangio is out. And I'll say this. Maybe this is just a want instead of a take on my part, but I don't see a way at all that Pat Schirmer returns as the OC no matter what happens. (laughs) So that was John Dover of Altitude 950. If the Broncos have determined that it's playoff or bust for Vic Fangio, then they've they've already fired Vic Fangio. That team's not making the playoffs. I actually think they should be mostly encouraged by what's happened this year. It really validates the rest of the roster. They're just not good enough at quarterback. So this offseason, if you can go pick up a Jimmy Garoppolo, if you can make a trade to pick up a Kirk Cousins, or for, by example, if you can make a move that could drastically improve the position, you could be a wild card team last year, but you can't think that you can have the fourth best quarterback in your division and then think that you're going to win in a super competitive AFC, the most competitive maybe it's ever been. The leash for me on Fangio feels a little bit short. This is only his third year, and they haven't really had, a. as we talked about earlier, they haven't really had a quarterback that they feel like they can trust for multiple seasons. And so to expect someone to win under those circumstances where it's a different quarterback every year is, is tough. He's gone 7-9, and 5-11, and 11, and now they're 6-5 and five, having won some tough games, having won some games they were supposed to win, and then having won some tough games that they weren't supposed to win. I I think it's an interesting take. Obviously, the guy from Denver is going to know more when it comes to his specific team and and the feel and and talking to people out there, just like we would know in in Kansas City. But if that is the case, right? I mean, this game this weekend on Sunday night becomes enormous because you know you, you think about it in the prism of Kansas City yeah the, the Chiefs know they need to win this game they want it to be the 12th in a row uh, when you think about it in, in terms of Denver Vic, Vic Fangio could be entering this game and if that is the case in Denver coaching for his career because if they have to make the postseason you gotta get this game and if you do who knows what could happen with Denver? Like I, of course, picking the Chiefs, they're two score favorites, and, and I think for good reason. But if they're able to manage this, we've seen the Chiefs drop games this year that they shouldn't have. If they're able to manage this, they are going to be in the driver's seat of the AFC West in first place, and everything in front of them. So, uh, a really, really interesting aspect I think is added to that game. If you take that for what it's worth, in the sense that no playoffs, Vangio's gone. This game's huge for Denver. The Broncos haven't won a game like this since Peyton retired. Yeah, I mean, this is a major on-the-road divisional game. It's a fourth game, 
right? You can go one way or the other when it comes to the Fangio era. And, you know, it, teams are dangerous when they're playing for something like that. I, I got to feel like Bridgewater, and I know that he's been giving the given the trust of the organization, but Bridgewater has to feel similarly, right? Like if they end up changing coaches again, you know, if as you're thinking down the line here, they end up changing coaches again. Is the next coach really going to put his faith in Teddy Bridgewater? And there's nothing wrong with being a backup. Shout out to who you love, Chase Daniel, right? But that's probably the next step of his career is, is being a backup. So, again, huge game, Sunday Night Football. Rob, it's time. It's time for Ask Pete. <laughs> Phone line 913-576-7610. You can call or text. We've got five minutes left in this segment. Pete, who are you picking this weekend? The Chargers travel to Cincinnati. This is tough. The it's char- incredibly tough. The Chargers were were my, my team. Do I jump off the bandwagon or do I, I stay for one more week? You and I both hopped on the wagon. In Cincinnati is tough. I'm going to stay with the Chargers for one more week. I, I think they find a way to get a buoy here and just hold on. I think there's. I think they they grab a buoy. I actually believe that my pick was really the catalyst the Chiefs needed to turn things around. You too. They weren't playing well before I picked the Chargers. Yeah, and then I picked the Chargers and look what's happened. Charger dot. We've seen a lot of dots this year. Oh, we've seen Charger dot. We've seen T dot, and my personal favorite, UMKC dot. Someone called me emergency dot a couple of weeks ago, too. That was uh, very hurtful. Uh, 913-576-7610. Pete, who do the Chiefs want to win on Monday night? Good question. That's a great question. I think the Bills. Sounds insane because of what we thought this would be before the year. But the Patriots need to get a loss. They need to get their fifth loss. And it's got to happen. I, I think the Bills are more likely to wind up losing uh, again, at some point, they are another team who has four losses. It's just hard for me to see New England loss right now. So the sooner that the Patriots can get their fifth loss for the Chiefs, the better. Once again, the Chiefs need everyone to have five losses. I just think when it comes to tiebreakers, you've already lost the tiebreaker to the Bills. It's better if they then win the division and you have a little bit of a safety net when it comes to the wild card. I think it's always better for them to just go and win the division. Yeah, the and you're also... In a situation where the the Bills and Patriots, I think a lot of people outside of that realm would say they're probably going to end up splitting, and which would be the best for the Chiefs. So I would say let's root for the Bills if you're a Chiefs fan on Monday night, and then you, you switch that the next time they meet in a couple weeks. Text line 913-576-7610. Pete, Mexican chips and salsa are pulled pork nachos. I'm not a huge barbecue on the nachos guy. I have friends that are, are big barbecue on the nachos guy. I like I like chips and salsa, chips and guacamole, the the trio that you can sometimes get on 39th Street. You, you know that. What's that Mexican place on 39th Street? They got the trio. There's so many. I don't have, their Mexican place on 39th Street could be 19 different restaurants. Well, I can't think of the name. It's escaping. It's me. like me asking you, "Hey, who's that one white guy that works at 610?" I don't how can we know? <laughs> so many. I don't I don't know. <laughs> we got Steven Spector there. We got Bob Fesco. You don't like pulled pork nachos? Mm. Someone said come see us at Ponax. Ooh. Yo, take this person's number down. Maybe they're like a manager or something. I will I'll go there today. After work. Drunk drunken worm was what when, I was When he says of. see us, hopefully your us is like important. 
drunk. Like you, like you can like write off the tab. Important. You know what I mean? Should are we? Chris, are, are, are you coming with us, Chris? The Ponax after the show? All right, cool. Are you arranging? Maybe let's do Taco Tuesday. We're six days away. You want to do Taco Tuesday next week? I'm I'm going to get tacos today if this person allows us to go get tacos, Obviously. and we can go next Tuesday. I don't know how you. I'm happy to go do both. Committing to Taco Wednesday. I'm happy to go do both. A lot of sense. I don't care what day it is. It's always taco time. There's I. I will say though. The fact that tacos really cornered an entire day, like they're already really cheap to make, right? right? Yeah, yeah. The fact that they really cornered a day to get you to go is just, it's fantastic. LeBron James, too, really leaning in to Taco Tuesday. That helped. Who do you think is the dark horse coming out of the NFC? NFC. Yeah, that's what the text line wants to know. It's, it's Ask Pete, not Ask Carrington. <sighs> I don't know if there's a dark horse in the NFC. I don't think there is either. I think there's five good teams and the rest are not worth our time. I don't even really feel that great about the Cowboys anymore. And I like the Cowboys for a little bit there. You feel good about the Rams? Not as much. I don't know. I'm still on the Rams. I think what you could do is consider the San Francisco 49ers a dark horse in the sense that they were something. They've just been injured for two years. They have this innovative offense. I know if you play fantasy football and own 49ers players like I do, you just get annoyed because you don't know who's going to go off on what week. And I think that that is a, a credit in real life to their offense and how unpredictable it can be and how many different game plans they can set up. And we've watched here in Kansas City, Jimmy G get there before. Maybe he could be good enough for, for one more run in San Fran. Maybe that would be a, a dark horse. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Okay, I was talking to someone about this the other day. So, classic Christmas movie is The Santa Claus. Have to watch that every year. But okay. I have an underrated one that I want to tell people about. It's called The Night Before. It is hysterical. Is and that the one with Jonah Hill and all that? Yeah, nobody knows about it. Seth I, Rogen is your Seth name. Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen's in it. JGL, Gordon is Levitt. Jonah Hill not in it? I don't think he's in I it. I feel like there's like seven of those people in it. I'm telling you, the majority of the people listening have not seen it. If you're really looking to laugh and have a, a get into the Christmas spirit... The night before is the way to go. I found out about it like two years ago. Is and that, Anthony Mackie in that too? Yeah, that's Anthony, Anthony Mackie's Mackie. in it too. Yeah, but Tim Allen and the Santa Claus cooking the turkey, burning it. They, they all got. They go to. He goes to Denny's with all the other single dads. I, I love Jingle All the Way. I just. Who told you to eat my cookies? I love Jingle All the Way. Fantastic <laughs> That's movie. That's a pretty good Arnold. That's what he says. Who told you to eat my cookies? Whoa. That next door neighbor was sleazy. He was hitting on Arnold's wife the entire movie. Yeah, that's not that's not fair. His to Arnold. entire movie, he was hitting on that man's wife. It was sad. All right. Arnold has nothing to worry about. That is a that is a bulky man though. Pete Sweeney, editor in chief of the most popular Chiefs website, Arrowhead Pride. Pete, you know what I feel like? I feel like me and you are only two to six friends because when I need you to come on my national show, it's, oh, well, I'm busy, man. I mean, I got things to do today. I, you, you, know, don't I'm ask busy. Me, you don't ask me with a lot of time to, to, no, to prepare. Normally, I don't try to bother you, but then something <laughs> falls through, so it's like 4.51. It's I, like, hey, you got time? My hit rate recently, I probably have been like one of four, but I'll try to be better. If you give me a, a couple hours in advance, a lot of times it's like, hey, can you do it in an hour? And it's like, look, I mean, I'm, I'm out to Taco Saturday right now. You know no, that makes, that makes perfect sense. Support for this podcast came from SAS. Data is everything. And now everything is data, which means more to process, more to analyze. And now more than ever, speed to answers matters. So how do you produce those answers as fast as the world produces data? With SAS via the quickest way from a billion points of data to a point of view. 
It's a more productive data and AI platform that helps you get more done. Learn more today at sas.com slash VIYA.